Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. DOD diversity. I mean, it's the DOD and they're, they want diversity and that's what matters to them. And so I just, you know, shortened it up to DOD diversity. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. How you doing? 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. We should be clear about uh, something. The job of the military is not to be an agent of social change. The job of the military is to kill people and break things. I do not want, nor am I interested in, and I am willing to disagree with vocally and vociferously those people who think that the military should be a place of wokeness. Wokeness will get us all killed. And if you're not willing to accept the fact that we have uh, multiple players out there who want to get us killed, who want to kill us, well... If you're not willing to, to acknowledge that, I don't, I don't know what else we've got, guys. I don't know what conversation we're supposed to have here. China wants us dead. Russia wants us dead. Dead is not that, you know, every one of us die. Not that they care. Not that they care. But rather... They don't want us in the way. They don't want us to have a say. They want us marginalized. And to have us marginalized, we have to be beaten. And if we're beaten, we are powerless. A world where America is powerless is a world that returns to the Dark Ages. So we understand each other. China cannot lead the world forward, and neither can Russia. And anybody who thinks that America is the problem with leadership doesn't know anything about history and has never read a book. Ever once... Ever, ever. The DOD is, the, or I should say, the, the, the military is not an agent of social change. The military has purpose. And if you're not strong enough, you're not on the front lines. And if you're not smart enough, you don't make it into intelligence. And if you're not this and if you're not that, you don't get to move on, all based on the skill set necessary. Should there be any question that somebody who's black or somebody who's white or somebody who's Asian or somebody who's Hispanic or Christian or Jewish or Muslim should be able to all have the same shot and all the rules should apply? Absolutely. Should somebody who is any qualifier be given the opportunity or be given the spot just because, well, we need some of those and some of those? It's, it's like it's like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. Give me two of those. Give me six of those. Give me a couple of those naked lady golf tees. Oh, nice hat. Hat like that. You get a free bowl of soup. Looks good on you, though. I mean, I'll do the whole thing for you. I will do... No, 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 no. I'll do all of Caddyshack. That'll be the whole damn show. The, 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 the best parts of Chevy Chase, which will probably involve nothing after Fletch 2. I'll, I'll happily, happily do that. That... We need one of those, we need one of those, we need one of those. You know, it's like in California, if you're going to have a corporate board, it's got to have all these different people. That is not a way to run the military. It's not certainly not a way to run a company. It sure as hell isn't a way to run a military. And the people who say otherwise are wrong. Let's fight. 
oh, that's right. You won't know how to fight because you're putting together a military based on diversity as opposed to skill, and China is going to kick your ass. And that would be fine by me. I would totally be fine with China kicking their ass. The problem is they are related to us. So instead, China kicks our ass. And I just simply can't have that. So I got to... I got to do what I do. I got to look at the, the, the moronic woke and say, you don't know how to run a country. You don't know how to get anything done. You don't have the talent. You don't have the skill set. You don't have the mind because you don't have the will. Oh, I used to talk about this quite a bit. The very, I haven't talked about this in forever. The very idea of will, willpower. Strength of mind. This is what we do. And avoid the rest. I put forth to you that anybody who wants to scream about diversity doesn't understand how to run a military. They can't run a country. They will get you killed. So when you say, nah, we're not doing that. We're going to get ourselves generals, and we're going to get ourselves colonels, we're going to get ourselves captains, and we're going to get ourselves some NCOs who actually understand how to build a military. And for that, I'm going to get called, oh, you're a racist, oh, you're a bigot. It's one thing just to ignore them as noise. It's something else different to look them in the eye and tell them to go straight to hell. I believe you have to tell them to go straight to hell. Them and their mothers. Oh, don't ask me to be nice. Don't ask me to be nice. What they are advocating for is absolutely, positively the end of the American experiment. The end of America on top. And it doesn't work well for the world if America is not on top. It can't. You want to know what the world looks like with China on top? Ask the Hong Kongers and the Uyghurs. You want to know what it looks like with Russia on top? Ask Ukraine and Crimea and Georgia. Ask Russian dissidents. Ask those people who get poisoned in the UK. Ask Alexei Navalny. That's life with Russia on top. That's life with China on top. And that will be your life. So the people who think that diversity is a value don't know how to run a country and will get us hurt or get us killed. And I don't have the time to allow that to happen. Can't allow that to happen, so you got to get pushed to the side. And if you call me a racist, go to hell. That's the best you got. You ain't got nothing. Because you're so weak-minded, you push this idea of diversity as value when you don't actually mean diversity. You mean quotas. Do you see the difference? The diversity is when the military says, come be a part of something bigger than yourself. The quota is yes, but we got to have two over there and two over there and two over there and three of those and five of those. That's not diversity. That's a quota. Take the quotas and shove them. We don't want any part of it. And I'm not going to just put people in positions on in, in infantry or put somebody in charge of the, uh, of the codes and put somebody in, in, in cybersecurity and put somebody in this, in this role because we got to fill the quota. We're going to put the best people in the best spots because we have to save a country. 
And no one gives a damn if you squawk about it. As a matter of fact, your squawking about it comes from us doing our job. You're welcome. I'm just discussing how this has to get handled. But it's a much larger conversation. It's a conversation about the problem that we are facing in our society. The tweet that was put out by the Department of Defense goes as follows. Here it is. News. It's from the Department of Defense, Twitter. News, colon. Diversity, equity, inclusion are necessities in U.S. military. Like hell they are. Smart men and women who want to be part of something bigger than than themselves, who will follow the chain of command, who will do their best, who will stand the wall, who will run into the madness when everybody else is running away from it. Those are the necessities in the U.S. military. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is a nonsense statement. And I know for a lot of people, I I hit this harder than, than most. I've done the studying. You can't even answer what it is. What, what is diversity? There's a black uh, a member of the Virginia Assembly who wasn't allowed to join the Black Caucus. He's black. He wasn't allowed to join the Black Caucus because he wasn't a Democrat. Understand how little diversity the Black Caucus in Virginia has. They won't even allow somebody in who thinks differently than them. Looks the same. Wait, isn't that the part that matters? Oh, I get so confused. But thinks differently, therefore not good enough. Tell me more about your diversity and your inclusion. When we see diversity, equity, inclusion in schools, what do we think that they're actually doing? They're pushing an ideology. They're pushing a curriculum. That is, of course, what they are doing. Under the guise that somehow they need to uh, make us more diverse. Well, if, if the neighborhood only has a, a certain type of kid. Well, we're going to argue that there aren't neighborhoods that are predominantly white or predominantly black or predominantly Hispanic? Come on. Lakewood, New Jersey is predominantly Orthodox. Orthodox Jews. We're going to have to pretend that it's not? Of course it is. I've been there. Trust me. So what is the diversity part there? Oh, you mean the diversity of the curriculum? Ooh. Well, do I get a say in the curriculum? No, only you, because you've been trained to understand the importance of diversity and what diversity really means, or you have some kind of secret knowledge. I don't believe that. Inclusion? What is the inclusion that you think isn't happening right now in schools? Are you telling me there are, uh, in, in, in high school athletics, there are teams that won't take the person who is black or is Asian? I didn't say college athletics and, and you are trying to apply to Harvard, in which case, yes, there are teams that don't take the Asian kids. That'd be Harvard and Yale. Well, really, the Ivy Leagues. Too many of them, don't you know? No, 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 that's not me saying it. That's the Ivy League saying it. There is really a a, a model, an opportunity for a university uh, to say, you know what? 
we are going to be the ones who excel in the stereotypical areas that Asian kids do well in because, well, uh, they're also interested in those fields, and we are going to surpass the MITs and, and, and the Yales and the Harvards. We're going to kick their ass. You don't want those students? Those are exactly the students that we want because inclusion isn't the argument. Diversity is the nonsense. Equity, stop it. We want the smartest kids to have degrees from our university, and when they are out there changing the world, that was us. It's a pretty good marketing plan. I think someone should go with that. Speaking of inclusion, we already know that they don't believe it. We already know that they don't believe it. Or do you mean forced inclusion? Like, for example, a boy who says they're a girl getting on to uh, a, a girl's uh, a soccer team or swim team or gymnastics team or volleyball team. Is that what we mean by inclusion? Do you, do you mean that people who might have a different thought process are, are excluded because they're not welcoming enough? They just, they just have a different point of view? Diversity, equity, inclusion is a nonsense terminology that has its basis in being a, a catalyst for the, the curriculums that teach oppressed-oppressor relationships, that are engaged fully and exclusively in bigotry, and diminish our schools and separate the parent from the schools. Fight me. Don't you get it? I'm here. I'm up for the fight. I think you're bad people. Not you, the people who push diversity, equity, and inclusion. I prove it every damn day. I'm just spelling it out. And now we take this insidious thing and we want to bring it to the military? I only think you're bad people. You allow this to happen, you're going to be dead people. I honestly cannot believe that, that this conversation is, is what it takes. Like, like, this is the thing. That this has to be had. I, I will tell you this. I, what, what I really am stunned by. I mean, I'm stunned. I'm stunned when I hear people say, hey, man, thanks for, thanks for having that conversation. Um, we, we can't say that. Or it's really hard for people to say that. Or, you know, I, I really appreciate the bravery. What, what bravery? Bravery are the people who joined the U.S. military. I'm a schmuck behind a microphone. I'm wearing fuzzy socks and I literally have three drinks next to me. I have a Diet Coke, I have a coffee and a water because sometimes I get a little parched. They're walking 40 pound sacks and racks to, through, through, through a desert. But it is amazing that people find it amazing. I don't find this part difficult at all, guys. And I don't get me wrong. I know people will push back on me. I know people will come at me. I know they'll 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 try and get me fired. <laughs> Whatever. The facts are the facts. Everything I've said about the military is absolutely positively true. Everything I've said about those people who want to bring wokeness to the military is absolutely true. And everything I've said about schools is absolutely true. I'm ready for the fight. I don't think there's anything to it at all. I really don't. But sometimes you need to spell it out for people, and I'm happy to do it. And I know I did it in a pretty animated way. I, I, I got to admit, I'm a little hot on the subject. But my gosh. This military is going to get... 
This military does not lead to a better America. It leads to a lack of America. If we keep following these nonsense, woke ideas, as opposed to building the best military the world has ever known. I'm Tony Katz. So if you missed my conversation with uh, Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, I'll, I'll, I'll hit in that in, in the next hour and share that with you. I just, I've just been thinking about what, what, do you, what do you invest in? If you feel that cash uh, needs, needs to get spent now because uh, otherwise it's, it's going to be worth less a year from now, well, what, what are you spending in? So I, I guess I guess I do have a question as to what your what people do invest in. Is now the time to invest in real estate? Is now the time to invest in gold? Is now the time to invest in other businesses? Should I, I have been having now a this has been going on for a couple months heavy. There have been little conversations here and there, but it's been conversations been going on heavy. I believe now is the time, uh, producer Ari. Uh, producer Ari is is my uh, de facto business consultant. Ha ha ha! Well, it's it's it really isn't that glamorous of a job. Um, starting my own cigar brand. I yeah, I I think that's a good idea. So you know, it but it's an interesting thing. Is that the thing you invest in now, with inflation on the rise? Investing in a business, right? We talk about things. And I know if you missed the conversation with Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, I'll play it for you, right? People think about investing in the thing, the tangible thing, and, and I get that. And I get why people would invest in gold. And, and by the way, if I'm investing in gold, can I invest in a diamond or, or a Rolex? You know, I, I, this is a serious question. Um, it, 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 do you invest it? Do you buy another car now? Because a year from now, you could sell it for more money. And therefore, you made more on that than keeping your money in the bank, even though the interest rates are going to go up. So there are serious questions that need to get asked and answered. But do people at this moment look at, hey, this is a great time to invest in the business? Because for me, it's, it's, it's an invest in brand and business, which is a whole – I should get into that. I won't, I won't do it today. Uh, there's a whole thing about business as brand. And some of the things that have come my way where I'm usually like, no, 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 no. Because if I'm going to do it, why don't I do it myself? It's like with the coffee. Have I talked about the coffee? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did something charitable and that's coming back, but a brand. You tell me. On Twitter, Tony Katz. Tony at TonyKatz.com. Let me know what you think. Keep it here. We know that with uh, Omicron, it's actually more severe in children than in adults. I have no idea what the hell that's supposed to mean. I do know this. It was on MSNBC, and we call that misinformation. You know, we need a theme song to, to the, to the uh, tune of infatuation. It should just be misinformation. If we can make that happen, 
Producer, all right, if you can get with Matt Hiblin, our executive producer, and get that done, Matt could probably make that happen in a night. Just grab a guitar and, and sing a little sing a little ditty. If we could just write that up, that'd be great. A little late to it, but I guess if, if the misinformation is going to keep going, we might as well be prepared. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. That's a doctor, Eric Feigelding. And what you have to know about this doctor is that he's infamous on Twitter for being a leftist. We know that with Omicron, it's actually more severe in children than in adults. Does that sound like fear to you? Because it sounds like it's trying to induce fear. Maybe that's why the MSNBC audience lives in fear. If this is all you hear and all you allow yourself to hear, what else is supposed to happen? Man, that is is messed, messed up. Right now, though, everybody, all your social media feeds, whether you're into the, uh, the sporting sports or not, everybody is talking about the trade. Producer Ari had an audible gasp. It was like that. The Brooklyn Nets are sending James Harden to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks. Dude, how do the Nets not win every damn part of that? How do the, how are the Nets like you look at a deal like that and you got to ask yourself, how? How does a deal that to the layman looks that one-sided even happen? And really, what's the deal with Harden? Why is he impossible? Why is the beard so incredibly impossible? Right? Because he was, he made it impossible in Houston, right, Ari? Like, he's like, I, you got to trade me. You got to get me out of here. This is terrible. You suck. I don't like humidity. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And, and he pushed to get out, right? Yeah, he, like, purposely gained a lot of weight to, like, become worse so they would be forced to trade him to a good team. And then he went to the Brooklyn Nets. And you would have thought with the Brooklyn Nets, primetime market, you know, team with an edge, you, you got good players, all right, good to go. But then, you know, Kyrie's not playing. Kyrie's uh, n- not playing because, uh, well, he doesn't want to get uh, 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 vaccinated. He said, no, no, he doesn't want any part of that. So, you know, New York's got a whole thing, and the NBA's got a whole thing, and, oh, you can't play? Oh, wait, we're doing terribly. Maybe you can play a little bit. Maybe you can play on the weekends. Maybe you can play if we put you in a bubble. Okay, no bubble. We'll put you over here. We won't talk about that. <sighs> and now he wants out. Now, I, I can accept the fact that, that the jury may still be out on Ben Simmons, but how... How are the Nets not like this? Is amazing, and the trade deadline. The, the trade deadlines today. I think it's like ends in like sixty minutes. In like an hour and a half, yeah, right, something like that. So I'm staring at it. You know, I promised you. I said I'm teaching myself. I am teaching myself as much as possible. I mean, I reached out to a couple people. Like, all right, what is this? What does this mean to you? You know, and and sure, you could argue it as well. Look, everybody got something that they wanted. It looks like the 76ers gave up a tremendous amount. It's the two first-round draft picks that kind of blows my mind because you got to wonder what else they may have uh, percolating. I don't know necessarily what other draft picks they have coming behind that they thought this was worthwhile for Harden. 
they had to get rid of Harden. Like you can't. He's disgruntled. You've got to get rid of him. That's- but that, but, but I, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, right? I absolutely agree with you there. The point that I'm making is, is that the Nets had to be the ones to give something up, and it doesn't look to me like they gave up a damn thing. They're the ones who are. are this is Christmas Day. They're reaping all the benefits. They're taking a look. Ah, right, here you go, coach. Got another two first round picks, and oh look, if we could do that. Now they've got. If they were going to deal in the next hour. They got a lot of things they can deal. They got a lot of things they can play with. It is true. They have a lot of chess pieces on the board. That's that's the part that blows my mind. What, and makes me wonder what is it that I'm that I'm missing? What is it that I'm missing in this cuz cuz looking at it it's just like they they the, the, the 76ers gave up way too much. The Harden's still a big-name brand, and this is a guy who three years ago was averaging 35 points and 10 assists a game. So if you're Philadelphia, you're thinking maybe a change of scenery will get him back to that. That That's that's what you're hoping if you're a Sixers fan. Man, that's a lot to trade for, for a bit of hope. I, I'm not – you're correct. I'm with you. I'm just this – is, this, this is where we're at. It'll, it'll sell tickets. Yeah, it'll sell tickets for the first two weeks, Right? It'll sell tickets for the first two weeks, and then and then that's it. Uh, I need to move on because I, I, I need to let you know that I'm done with Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's more than welcome to be a member of Congress. I will accept the fact that, that she will vote for the things that more often than not I'm a fan of, but there are some things that I cannot tolerate. Jewish space lasers is certainly one of them. Uh, It it was always ignorant. It was always ridiculous. And and while I don't believe she should have had her committee assignments taken away, um, if you had asked me, I'd be like, yeah, I just don't pay any attention to Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm going to be at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. It's taking place in Orlando. It's in two weeks, and and we will be there. We'll be live. We'll be doing the interviews, uh, engaging the conversations, kind of getting a a sense of where people are at. Is the, is this really Trump's party? Or are they trying to find their own way? A lot, a lot of questions to be answered. One of the people I will not be doing an interview with is Marjorie Taylor Greene. And you might say to me, why, Tony? Why don't you like Marjorie Taylor Greene? Just because of the Jewish space lasers? First things first. In any other world, wouldn't that be enough? But no. It's not that I don't like her. It's that I'm just not willing to sit through this. That if a constituent of mine wants to come visit me in my office or constituents want to visit their representative, the Capitol Police will investigate them, which is absolutely absurd. They're investigating our staff, looking at their social media. They're even checking into people that go to our events outside of outside of Washington. Mm -hmm. So everything is completely out of control. Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police spying on members of Congress, spying on the legislative work that we do, spying on... Can we just... Can we just... Can we stop for a moment? I can appreciate if something is pronounced wrong. I can appreciate if somebody spoke too fast and got something wrong. I've been there myself. But this... So everything is completely out of control. Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's Gazpacho police. She meant Gestapo. 
Gazpacho is a cold soup. Don't, don't, don't at me. There are things that she's right about. Like, for example, how the people arrested regarding January 6th are being treated in prison right now. It's wrong. She's 100% correct on that subject, accurate on that subject. And even with Jewish space lasers, I give her credit where it's due. Gazpacho? jail which is the dc gulag but now we have nancy pelosi's gazpacho police spot no 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 and you can't make me take it you can't make me accept that no you can't bad bad you don't you dare come on guys boys gotta have a standard that's that's mine uh just breaking the nevada governor is going to end the mask mandate Effective immediately, including in schools. White House is getting their ass kicked. Holy cow. The only people who haven't ended a mask mandate, would that that be my beloved Indiana? Well, we don't have mask mandates here. Hold on a second. Listen to this bit of duplicitousness with the state of Indiana. You don't have a mask mandate. What what you got, you see, what you got is uh, uh, if... if, if, uh, if you're wearing a mask and there's an outbreak of COVID, well, then the, you, you don't have to be contact traced or, or, or you won't have to be quarantined. But if you're not wearing a mask, well, then you got to do the quarantine. So basically, you force the mask on everybody. Oh, we leave that up to the school districts. It's not us. It's, it's embarrassing, my people. It is absolutely, completely, and totally embarrassing. Good Lord. A couple other things to get to. Speaking of the masks, the CDC sees what these governors are doing, and they, uh, they're they not going to budge. No, 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 no. You will still wear a mask. What do you see as sort of the answer and how we should be thinking about masking? So first I'll say that um, we CDC provides guidance and that these policies are always been at the state and local level. And we would encourage state and local level to continue in those policies. We don't make those policies. What I will say, though, is that we still have 290,000 cases every single day, um, that we have about 2,300 deaths uh, every day. Um, that, that death count is still higher than the peak of our Delta surge um, in the fall. And so while... Um, you know, we understand what what uh, governors are saying. We also want to make sure that people are safe and that the CDC has not amended our guidance right now. We continue to recommend masking in schools for everyone. If you continue to recommend masking in schools for everyone and governors are stopping it, why aren't they following the science? It's It's a question. Why aren't they following the science? The science says it's still here. It's still damaging. You got to wear a mask. And the governors are saying, no, thanks. Is it possible you were never following the science? You were following something political. And now you didn't read the, 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 the scene right. You didn't read the politics right. And you find yourself out there on an island all, all, all on your own. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, by the way, an, an update to the story about the, the trade Harden from the Nets to the Sixers. And the Nets are getting Simmons. They're getting Curry. Uh, they're getting uh, Andre Drummond. 
and they're getting two first-round picks. According to Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan in Indianapolis, Simmons wasn't willing to play anymore for the Sixers. He wasn't willing to do it. So they had, they had a guy they couldn't do anything with, so they had to unload him. So, okay, you're going to unload Simmons. That makes perfect sense. But you gave up everything else for Harden? Again, the Nets just... the I would argue big winners in that trade. Big, big winners in that trade. Allison Camarota is just plumb out of ideas. Everything that's wrong with media in a seven-second clip. It's coming up. I'm Tony Katz.